You're listening to SBS News. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky once again praised the resilience of his people as the war continues into its 11th month. Ukraine became one of the global leaders. Our national colors are an international symbol of courage and invincibility of the whole world. In any country, on any continent, when they see blue and yellow, they know that is about freedom, about the people who did not surrender, who withstood, who united the world, and who will win. President Zelensky thanked the military for their ongoing efforts and looked towards the freedom of Ukraine in his end-of-year speech to the Verkhovna Rada, the Ukrainian parliament. He remained steadfast in his goal of regaining Ukrainian territory, as well as the importance of returning all remaining prisoners of war, after applauding more than 1,400 people who have so far been returned from Russian captivity. Warriors, they're the hope of millions of people for life. They're the hope of Europe for peace. They are the hope of the world that the time of empires cannot be returned. Ukrainian warriors are gaining peace for us, and they will win it. France has promised additional military support for Ukraine to help in the defence against Russia's invasion. While France has been less vocal in its support for Ukraine than the United States and the UK, they have sent a steady supply of weapons since Russia's invasion in February. French Defence Minister Sébastien Lecornu said support will include French army equipment and a $314 million fund that would assist Ukraine to purchase weapons. France is also looking to train Ukrainians so that it could potentially deliver a new weapons system once they are ready to use it. President Zelensky thanked France for its ongoing military support, especially for the Crotal and Caesar weapons systems already in place. We have collected record amounts of assistance to our country, financial, humanitarian, generators and many other things. And in this really difficult time of challenges with energy, it was an important gesture on the part of the French Republic. Mr. Lekhornu said another way to assist Ukraine is through the European Peace Facility, which finances military infrastructure, training and equipment for EU member states. While the French president has been criticised for maintaining communication with Russian President Vladimir Putin and calling for a negotiated solution, the French defence minister was adamant that Ukraine must be protected against Russia's invasion. The Russian diplomacy tell us that Ukraine is not a territorial problem, it's not a border problem, it is a security problem. We all know this is nothing, that this is not the case. It is obviously a problem of border. To cede nothing to the Russian rhetoric is to take them by their word and say, very well, tell us then what are your security guarantees that you express. France's pledge of military support comes as air raid sirens sounded across all Ukraine's regions. Ukrainian social media reports said the nationwide alert may have been declared after Russian jets stationed in Belarus took off. Ukrainian officials are calling on residents to evacuate from the recently liberated Kherson amid renewed Russian attacks on the southern city. Russia fired 33 missiles from multiple rocket launches at civilian targets in Kherson in the 24 hours to Wednesday morning local time, the general staff of Ukraine's armed forces said in its morning report. Russia denies targeting civilians. A maternity hospital in Kherson was severely damaged in the attacks, but no one was hurt. 
New mothers and staff were left shaken as they were transferred to a bomb shelter. Ola Prasidko recalls the horror of explosions just shortly after she gave birth. It was frightening, also unexpected. The explosions began abruptly. The window handle started to tear off. Oh, my hands are still shaking, frankly speaking. There was an abrupt explosion. I grabbed what I had at reach, the blanket, anything I could see, and quickly ran out to the corridor. The windows and glass started to shatter. I saw all the doctors were already in the corridor. They started gathering the girls and go to the basement and hide. When we came to the basement, the shelling wasn't over, not for a minute. Elsewhere, heavy fighting persists around the ghost town of Bakhmut in the eastern Donetsk region. President Zelensky said in a telegram post, There is no place that is not covered with blood in the Ukrainian-held city where troops are putting up a relentless fight against Russian defensive lines. The city, which had a pre-war population of 70 to 80,000, is now left in ruins with only a few civilians remaining. But President Zelensky says still, Bakhmut stands. But it seems Russia is as unwilling to stand down. The Kremlin insists any peace plan must include Russia-annexed regions of Ukraine, dismissing the Ukrainian leader's 10-point peace plan. The plan, first announced in November, includes the restoration of territory, the withdrawal of Russian troops, the release of all prisoners and a tribunal for those responsible for the invasion. The Kremlin spokesperson Dmitry Peskov signalled Russia's refusal to accept the proposals. There isn't any peace plan by Ukraine yet, and there can't be any Ukrainian peace plan that fails to take into account today's realities regarding the Russian territory, the incorporation of the new four regions into Russia. Any plan that fails to acknowledge these realities can't be considered a peace plan. He added that Russia will take any steps necessary to respond to what they describe as the illegal measures of the price cap on Russian oil. Nearly 7,000 civilians have been killed since Russia's invasion in February, with the United Nations Human Rights Commission warning the actual figures are considerably higher due to delayed reports. Katrina Stirrett, SBS News. 